If you've been listening to the news lately, you've been hearing a lot of talk about the IRS and its funding. In particular, there is news out there regarding 87,000 new employees for the IRS. What you don't hear are the time is the timeline, actually, which is going to be over a 10-year period of time. But then there's also something called armed agents. Even, and it's disappointing to even say this, even in Congress, there are representatives claiming that the budget that's been passed is going to have 87,000 armed agents. And there's another congressman, I believe, that also put out some type of new legislation that says he wanted to fund IRS from the guns because he doesn't believe that the guns should be with the IRS. Well, this podcast episode is about those topics. And I think at the end of this podcast, you'll get a pretty good grasp of what is going on and why. I was with the IRS criminal investigations for over 20 years. So I worked with the IRS and particularly the IRS criminal investigation side. We're going to talk about this for a few minutes to kind of give you some background as well as why the government's doing what it's doing and to hopefully get some some truth out there to explain to people this is not 87,000 armed agents. Uh, so there's two separate issues at hand. Number one is 87,000 new employees. Well, guess what? The IRS has been defunded for a long period of time. No, it's not down to zero, but there has been... 20% decrease in funding with the IRS over the last decade, and that's inflation, inflation adjusted. At one particular time, there was 94, 95,000 full-time um, employees at the IRS. Now it's down to 73. And there's also a situation where a majority of the employees can retire. That's the majority, excuse me. About a third of its workforce can retire in the last couple of years. So, you go down from 73 down to a third of it. Now you really got problems if you don't have already problems with the IRS to begin with regarding funding and putting people in place to do their job. Now, I understand it's a policy issue about how big the IRS is. I also understand it's a policy issue about how they collect. And I also understand so it's a uh, policy issue about Congress and how much they should fund. All that is debatable how big the IRS should be. Love the debate, not a problem. What I don't like to hear is the flat-out misrepresentations or lies that the budget is 87,000 armed agents. It is not. It is 87,000 employees over the next decade. And guess what? The budget gets passed every single year so expect the budget may be different. It could be bigger, it could be smaller. It also depends on the administration and how they feel about the IRS and funding. The reason why there needs to be a 10-year funding pattern is because you can't just hire a 1,000 employees today and then get them up to speed, and the next year the budget drops and you have to fire people again. It doesn't work that way. It takes a couple of years to get people acclimated to their job, to be well at it, to be good at it. In particular, in the criminal investigation side, we're going to talk about that in just a second. So the bottom line is, from 2010 to 2019, the IRS's budget was cut by 20%, adjusted for inflation, and the workforce has gone down. Uh, according to the commissioner, the IRS is at the slowest point for nearly half a century when it comes to employees. So this is the reason why you cannot get a hold of people at the IRS via the phone, and people are... Um, 
in tax returns are not being filed like they should be on time because there's not employees out there, as well as COVID. And that's always a big debate about when people should show up and the, and the conditions they should show up. But so the question is, if it's not 87,000 armed agents, as some people have say, what is it? Well, most of them are going to be revenue collectors. Uh, they're going to be auditors. It's going to be IT. It's going to be uh, those type of personnel, support staff, and people who actually open up the envelopes at the IRS. Those are the majority of the people. Now, there are individuals in the IRS that are armed. They are called special agents. And it's their particular unit is called IRS Criminal Investigations. Now, IRS Criminal Investigation has a history in fighting crime in the United States. It actually started in 1919, so it's over 100 years old. If you've ever watched a movie, The Untouchables, you see this nerdy-looking guy saying, I think we have a case against Al Capone and tax evasion. That is the Internal Revenue Service. They actually had a part of the Charles Lindbergh baby kidnapping and ultimately to death. And they continue, or now the tip of the spear when it comes to cryptocurrency. So the IRS does have a criminal investigation unit called IRS CI uh, for short, but it is the sixth largest federal law enforcement agency in the United States. They investigate criminal tax violations and other financial crimes, money laundering, Bank Secrecy Act, national security and national defense matters. In order to carry out their duties, they are allowed to carry weapons. Just think about this. If they have the powers of arrest, they need to have a weapon to defend themselves or defend others if needed. They also execute search warrants. They execute seizure warrants. IRSCI is considered the finest financial investigators in the world. And the reason being is because when IRS criminal investigators are hired, before they can even go into class, into school, and we'll get into what that school entails, they have to have some type of accounting background, business background. You listen to the FBI, Secret Service, DEA, pick your alphabet soup of all the law enforcement agencies out there, ATF. They don't need an accounting degree or accounting background. They don't need all that stuff. They can hire people straight out computer science, whatever else it is, and that's fine and dandy. That's what they do. Psychology degrees, that's what they do. But when it comes to internal revenue service, they are required to have so many hours of accounting and have at least some type of business background. I know that quite a few of these agents that carry weapons have CPA licenses, are certified fraud examiners. They have a master's degree. Uh, this is not your typical uh, person on the street cop that's becoming an IRS special agent because the IRS has sole jurisdiction in tax crimes. Nobody else can do tax crimes. So when it comes to Al Capone, tax crimes, the IRS had sole jurisdiction in that matter. If you ever see a press release that says so-and-so was indicted or was found guilty or was sentenced for tax crimes, there is an IRS investigator behind the scenes that actually had to put all that stuff together in order to get it prosecuted. These are the good guys. They're the ones that ensure that people who are committing tax evasion and money laundering are going to prison. That's what they do. They work with other federal law enforcement agencies as well. 
So it's not just them on an island. Believe it or not, and I didn't believe this when I first was a trainee with the IRS criminal investigations, is I was told that they that CI is considered an asset and is well liked, well respected in the law enforcement community, particularly federal prosecutors. I didn't believe that. Who wants to work with the IRS? But they were right. When I came on board and started working full-time with with criminal investigations and going to the U.S. Attorney's Office and, and federal prosecutors, we were constantly called in for these financial uh, investigations. Many times there could be a major drug dealer. The drug dealer is dealing in drugs because of greed. He likes the money or she likes the money. Well, maybe they can't find the drugs on the person, but they know there's a much, a lot of cash going through and taxes are not being paid on this illegal income. The IRS will be coming in and help create a financial picture showing that it didn't come from the barbershop. The barbershop can't have millions of dollars going through in cash. It has to be some other source. More than likely, it's a drug source. But the nice thing about the tax code is that whether it's legal or illegal income, it doesn't matter. It still has to be on tax return. So it's one of those great tools that can be used in a toolbox to go after people that are, have illegal income that are not paying taxes, but you really can't prove what the illegal income is, like prostitution or drug dealing or that type of thing. So IRSCI does have special agents. Now, there are approximately 2,100 of them that carry weapons. And they also have attache offices in about 11 countries. So this is not just someone who lives in maybe your local town. And most of these offices are in major towns around the country. But there are also uh, at least one or two special agents in Hong Kong. Or it could be Barbados. Or it could be uh, in Canada. Or it could be um, in the Netherlands or in London. So there's, there's, there's special agents all over the world. And there's a handful uh, in in various countries, but I think about 11 uh, attache offices out there. And the reason being is because internationally, money moves quickly at the speed of light. You press enter on your computer and it moves quickly. They've got to be out there. So because of the financial background of every IRS special agent, just to get the job in period and then to go through the training, they are used quite often for financial analysis. Uh, to help these prosecutions. Now, the bulk of the tax administrative work is done by civilian auditors and revenue collectors, uh, but IRSCI is the one that does the criminal violations. And just last year in 2021, according to the CI's annual report, and I would highly recommend individuals who are looking into this to verify what I'm saying, but if you go into your internet search engine or use Google and say criminal investigate IRS criminal investigation annual report, you will see a large document, PDF, uh, that'll explain all the great cases they've done and what they what they're doing. And so they have identified at least ten billion with a B, ten billion dollars in tax fraud. So you have approximately twenty one hundred people finding $10 billion. That is a lot of money, just in tax fraud and other financial crimes alone. But in order to get this job, you had to have an accounting background. You had to go through a background check, a tax return compliance. You had to be interviewed, written test. And like I said before, many of them have CPAs or uh, master's degrees. Some of these agents come from the private sector and some come from the maybe the civil, the civil side as well. 
To become an IRS special agent, there is 11 weeks of federal agent training at FLETC, the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center, where the IRS person, IRS agents get the same training as Secret Service, uh, NCIS, ATF, Homeland Security, U.S. Marshals. As a matter of fact, they may be in the same classroom. I know when I went through, through school for about 11 or 12 weeks, I had a lot of ATF uh, in my classroom. And so for 11 weeks, they work side by side. And it gives a good basis, and it's very smart, that the U.S. Marshals will get the same training as the IRS Special Agents, as the uh, Secret Service, as ATF. They're all getting the same basic training. And now after that, they go to their specialized training. In this situation, I stayed at Fletzy, and I got approximately 14 weeks of training. So a total of six months of training uh, just to learn constitutional law, IRS policies, how to do searches and seizures, and that type of thing. Why is this important? Well, because when you hear an individual saying that they want to defund the IRS, and the IRS has no reason having bullets or rifles, it's either ignorance or someone's trying to score political points. I hate to say that, but it's true. When it comes to executing a search warrant for a financial crime, there is an inherent danger knocking on someone's door and busting through someone's door if need be. When you commit tax evasion, we're talking about tax evasion on a large scale, not just $10 here. We're talking, you know, $100,000, $10 million. And it's required to go get evidence from a business location or a lawyer's office or an accountant's office or whatever else it is. And the judge believes that you have a right to go in there. Well, you have no idea what's behind that front door. You don't know if the person's drunk, you know, the person's high. I've done search warrants on crack houses, and I've done search warrants on law firms. They're all different, and you have no idea. Dogs. There's another issue. You walk in there, you bust out this police search warrant, open up the door, no one shows up, but there's a dog barking. You've got to figure out what you're going to do. You have to have some type of protection. If you're going to arrest someone, you've got to have some type of protection. So... With arrest powers come the responsibility of having a weapon and various types of weapons. Because one pistol, a pistol doesn't do everything. You have pistols, shotguns, and rifles is what the IRS is, actually uses. And for those individuals who think IRS is spending too much money on ammo, let me explain something to you. In order to carry a weapon, you must be proficient at that weapon. That does not mean going to the firing range, loading up one magazine of 15 rounds, shooting it, putting it in your holster and think you've done a good job. That's not how it works. Shooting a weapon is a perishable skill. You have to have proficiency in it. In order to do so, IRS criminal investigation requires every three months, quarterly, that there is the agents have to go to the firing range and shoot. And many times it's approximately 200 rounds by the time it's all said and done on average. So 200 rounds times four times a year times 2,100 agents. Well, you're going to spend a lot of money on ammunition. That's the way it works. And the people who are pro-law enforcement should agree that this is needed. Now, you may disagree about how big the IRSCI should be. It's a different story altogether. But because of the inherent danger that they have, they, are, they need to have these weapons. Remember, they're going after money launderers, tax evaders. I've had a case on someone who killed somebody, committed really murder. They're going after legal income, the local dentist, the local 
maybe the local plumber, in illegal income. It could be the sex trafficker that they're executing a search warrant on. So some noble, notable investigations you think about in the very be- very beginning of it, uh, what, what CI got, was, was noted for was Al Capone and the Charles Lindbergh baby, which we just talked about. Uh, but if you want to know more about it, you can feel free to just get on your search engine and, and Google tax crimes or in IRS criminal investigations, and you'll see a lot of the things they're doing. Matter of fact, right now, they're the tip of the spear when it comes to uh, cryptocurrency and tracing that. One of the big cases that they had was the Welcome to Video, where individuals were uploading and downloading child pornography, child sex acts. Very horrendous stuff. So these are the types that we are dealing with. Not everyone can be found guilty of an illegal crime, but they can be found guilty of a tax crime if they're using these illegal proceeds and not paying taxes on it. That's kind of where it's at. Uh, if you, I would highly recommend that you would look at Silk Road. And the case behind that was Special Agent Gary Alford, who was an IRS special agent that took down, at that time, the largest cryptocurrency or largest dark web talk about that, illegal drugs and all this other stuff that you can buy on the dark web, helped take it down. It was with IRS that actually kind of spearheaded finding out who this actual person was, Ross Albright. Cryptocurrency, hacks in North Korea, national security issues, how's North Korea getting their money? IRS is following that. Even so, during the Iraq war, it was so important to determine where Saddam Hussein was sending his money because he was doing it against UN sanctions, that there was actually IRS special agents that were embedded with the military. Now, believe this or not, but they were embedded with the military to make sure that when they went to a house or the palace, that they could find the financial records, look through it real quick, and determine where the money was coming from and where the money was going to. So they were going behind the military and embedded with the military to help look at the funding of terrorism. IRS is part of that. They have, they're also part of what they call the JTTF, Joint Terrorism Task Force with the FBI. They are the money people. Uh, fortunately for my career, I was with the JTTF for a little while and I had a chance to at least look at some records regarding potential terrorism financing. So anything that's money related and most of your crimes are greed related can be under purview of IRS criminal investigations and is well respected with their skill set to follow the money. Cause remember, you can have a secret service with a, with a psychology degree. They're not going to look at bank statements. You can have someone with the FBI. They're not going to, they can look at bank statements, but they're not going to be the best at looking at bank statements and following the money. IRS criminal investigation is that. I hope this helps you out regarding why IRS needs, number one, special agents that have the ability to carry firearms and the purpose behind it. And it also helps, I think it helps you understand that no, not all 87,000 employees that they're expecting to hire in the next 10 years are going to be armed. It's virtually impossible to do that. At the most, it's maybe a couple hundred special agents per year to get hired. And like anything else, there's attrition. Some people leave because they find better jobs or maybe there's a family circumstances. Some people retire like myself. They spend their years in and they get out, you know, pass the flag to somebody else and let them and let them do the work. So. Like I said, I hope it helps. 
The 87,000 is not armed agents. It's just regular employees. But a small section of that will be IRS criminal investigations. And IRS criminal investigations is a well-needed elite team in the IRS to help combat tax evaders and money launderers and go after these financial crimes. I hope this helps. I'm forwarding this to, frankly, anyone who's online to let them know that this is what it is. And I hope it's helpful to you. And if you ever hear someone talk about 87,000 armed agents, let them know that's not true. But yes, there are special agents out there with IRS that actually do need to carry weapons. And here's the reason why. Thank you. Thank you.